This is Stephen Adams. And this is Cameron Durant. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> you're Kevin Durant, mate. <laughs> Good to see you, mate. Different complexion. Okay, let's go to you. So, this is Stephen Adams. And this is Anna's Cantor. You're listening to the Down to Earth. Down to Dunk podcast. What? Down to, down to Dunk. Down to Dunk. I'll down say that. Dunk. Introduce yourself, mate. Here's Stephen Adams, and I'm Anna's Cantor, and you're listening to Down to Dunk podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome to Down to Dunk. This is your host, Andrew Schleck. We're a part of DailyThunder.com, also Almighty Baller Radio. Check us out on Dash Radio on Saturday afternoons. Today I got the hot ham man on the line, John Ham. John Ham, what's up? What's going on? Uh, exciting times here in OKC. Uh, sure is. Man, so I talked with uh, Fred about this a little bit yesterday. But what do you think about all this, like party press conference thing that's happening with paul george today and the fact that they're having all these pressers and all these like kind of cool locations what do you what do you think is going on with the thunder right now internally yeah i kind of here's what i just you know observing this team for so many years i think it's kind of getting with the times right i mean Mm-hmm. Players want to be, you know, want to have these sort of things, apparently. So, um, you know, it reminds me of, you know, Miami having that big event whenever they signed the big three, you know, where LeBron James promised 18 championships or something. And, right. you know, then Kevin Durant had a similar thing when he went to Oakland. So it, it, there's a lot of things this summer that I kind of feel like are sort of, OK, we're going to get outside of our comfort zone here a little bit. Um, we're going to chase free agents probably that, you know, in ways that we hadn't before. Um, we're going to make a trade for a guy that probably in the past we wouldn't have taken a risk on. And, yeah, then we're going to do, you know, this sort of stuff just to kind of get with the times. Yeah. And the party, the party stuff is really different. It's kind of awkward for like the OKC media because everyone's like, what are they doing? Wait, when is when is this right. happen? How does that happen? What am I supposed to do? Where can I be? Right. What can't I be at? <laughs> I mean, it's just all very new. Uh, and it's kind of exciting because it's really the Thunder showing like they're going for it. Like they really this they feel like they've learned some things from when Durant left and they were much more buttoned up. And I think now they like mm-hmm. understand a few more things about players. And I think it'll go a long way toward getting Russ re-signed. And I think that it'll go a lot toward pitching for Paul George. And I think that it started yesterday. I mean, the Thunder organization was very, very much involved in that airport greeting yesterday. Uh, oh, I'm sure. And it's, it's just kind of cool to watch. And also yeah. the fact that they've gone after... Uh, and they got two pretty good free agents. I mean, like Raymond Felton and Patrick Patterson aren't like headliners by any stretch, but they're the, probably the two most quality free agents that the Thunder have ever gotten in free agency. And they usually just don't operate like that. So they're they're changing. They're evolving. Yeah. Um, you know, going after Rudy Gay like they did um, and then Patrick Patterson. I mean, it just kind of feels like in the past. And obviously there was some, you know, there were other factors as well, you know, over time, you know, be it. Uh, restrained on what they could offer or luxury tax concerns trying to you know stave off that repeater tax or what have you but i mean it kind of feels like in the past they would have said no we're going to continue with samaj and you know uh and then yeah we're going to go we're going to start jeremy grant and then we're going to go find uh you know another another rookie that we're going to sign and bring along but it sort of seems like 
while they're, they are still committed to that development aspect of the team, you know, they realize that, you know, they had to step up and go get some guys that can, they can help immediately. Yeah. It's super exciting. Even though they're only guaranteed one season, like this is an incredibly exciting season. And I think that fans just aren't going to take it for granted because it felt like when Durant and Westbrook and that crew was here, it was like, inevitably this team is going to win a championship. That's just kind of how mm-hmm. it felt. And it's like, Durant, right. Durant acts like he's going to stay forever. So like, you know, like enjoy the season or whatnot. But if it's not this season, it'll be the next. But like this season now, it feels like, oh my gosh, like this is it. And if they make the conference finals, it'll feel like they made the NBA finals. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's kind of strange because in a way, I mean, you know, they they indirectly had a hand in building the beast that they may not be able to overcome, right? You know, out there in the Bay Area, but right. uh, yeah, I mean, all you can ask for is when something like that happens. And again, some things are different now, considering Westbrook's age. You know, he's not twenty three anymore. He's not twenty four. Mm-hmm. You you know, the, you you can only kind of hold that uh, you know develop internally you know mindset for so long. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe they learned some things. Maybe they came away from some things with the Durant's departure that they said, okay, well, you know, I think this organization, from everything that I've read and everything, you know, from, from talking to people, not just inside the organization, but, you know, that, that cover and people on the outside, this is an organization that treats its players well. They do a lot of things to help compensate for the fact that there's not a beach that they can just go to, you know, that there's not uh, that there's not a you know, thriving nightlife where they can go out at 4 a.m. and, you know, party or what have you. They do a number of other things to take care of the players. Um, and maybe this is just part of that. Yep. Yep. Uh, one more thing before we get to questions. Uh, the Lee Jenkins article was super interesting. Um, and if you would have told me that there were two players that were interviewed for that and it was Kevin Durant or that were mentioned in it, Kevin Durant and Reggie Jackson, I would say, Oh no. Like, Oh no, that's, <laughs> that's probably not good. Those yeah. are the, that's, that's who Paul George is talking to is Kevin Durant and Reggie Jackson. Um, but believe it or not, the Thunder players aren't treated terribly that those guys yeah. actually look back at their experience with the Thunder and think of it fondly. Um, and you know, I, I don't know. I just don't know what to say to anyone who thinks bad about this organization anymore, about Sam Presti, about how the organization treats its players. Like, I don't know what to say to you anymore. Like it's all out there and I hope that those storylines can finally die. Yeah, I know it's, it's going to be a never ending because there's going to be people that still believe, well, if he had done it the way I wanted it done, this team sure. would have, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I look we don't have to rehash all these, you know, moves, move by move, but you just, all, all I'm asking for is I will meet you halfway. Sure. Maybe they could have done some things differently and had more success, but don't meet me halfway and say, you know what? Injuries played a big part in derailing that thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, and again, I keep going back to the fact that this team has not had a losing record since 2009, right? San Antonio has had this long streak of winning. Utah had that long streak of winning. That stuff matters. Um, And I think it matters in that they stay afloat. They bring in a guy like Paul George who's excited about coming and trying this out here in Oklahoma City. And even if he leaves, you know, that's going to open up, you know, the opportunity for someone else to come in along the way. And, you know, I I think that winning ultimately matters. I think – 
you know, if you're if you're Philadelphia and you tank year after year, you'll get a Gerald Henderson once in a while that'll want to come join you, or a JJ Redick willing to take your twenty three million for one year. But you know, Patrick Patterson said it in his press conference that like, hey, I, I came here because I wanted to win. Yep, because they kind of have a history of doing that here. Mm-hmm. It felt in the same thing. It felt mm-hmm. obviously to a lesser degree, but to come for the minimum still. Whenever yeah. guys like Shelvin Mack are getting six mil a year, like that, like that means something. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, yeah, I just thought it was really interesting that you know take that into account. Patrick Patterson took a below market value three year deal to come to Oklahoma City. Yeah, and people are people are still like all stressed out about Russell Westbrook's commitment to this franchise. Um, you know, I. I Take some of this into account. I just don't know if Patrick Patterson's taken a below market value deal for three years if Russell Westbrook is really a threat to bolt out the door. Mm-hmm. Well, and not only a below market value, a pay cut because he was making over mm-hmm. six before in uh, Toronto last season. So yeah. took a, who who takes a pay cut to come to Oklahoma City like that? That is the, that's a first. No. That is a first. That is definitely. I mean, it, unless you go back and you know, Collison took a took a trim on his first big extension. Russ took a trim on his extension. Ibaka probably took a little bit less mm-hmm. than he could have gotten. But those guys were already here yep. in Oklahoma City for an outside free agent to go. You know what? I want to play for that organization in the third smallest market in the country, and I'm willing to take less to do it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's bizarre. It's it's never heard of before. Yep. I'd like to thank Anchor Down for sponsoring today's show. If you have not made it to Anchor Down, you've made a big mistake if you live in Oklahoma City. They're located in downtown Oklahoma City off 2nd Street in Deep Deuce. Man, they've got some great stuff. They have house-made chips, and they're crispy, and they're delicious. So good. They go really well with a corn dog. They have all kinds of really great corn dogs. They have the Roger Dog, which I think is really good. It's an all-beef dog dipped in their OG mother batter with yellow mustard garnish. It's really, really good. Uh, they also, you can get a hot dog there. Their mega coney is great. They put fresh jalapenos on it, which I just love. Uh, they've also got a burger. They've got that delicious Cobb salad that I love. They've got a great beer selection. You got to go check out Anchor Down today. Sit on their patio at night. They're open late. That's one of the good things about Anchor Down is that if you're out late and you're downtown and you're looking for food, Anchor Down is your place. Go check out Anchor Down today for lunch, for dinner, or late night. You will not regret it. Uh, let's get into some Twitter questions. First one is from at Kelvin Jenkins 29. Which Thunder player outside of Russ and Paul George will determine how far the Thunder go this season? I mean, I think it's going to be Steven Adams, right? I think so. I think. I mean, he's he will be the third most impactful player. He will be the anchor of the defense, and we all know that he's got more offensive skill than he showed last season. And if he can mm-hmm. meet that potential, then you're talking about everybody's like, well, who's going to be the third guy in their big three? Where's the big three? Uh, it could be Steven Adams. Like this guy is yeah. going to be really good. It was DeAndre Jordan in Los Angeles when right. you had Blake Griffin and Chris Paul. Why couldn't it be Steven Adams in Oklahoma City? So, mm-hmm. um, no, it's, we, we've talked about this here and elsewhere that, you know, for him to finally have some space to operate again um, and, you know, given a given a full training camp with like a more complete squad than last season, um, you know, Steven can keep that hand healthy and keep that back healthy or moderately healthy 
I, I'm excited to see what things he's going to be able to do, you know, having developed since that Western Conference Finals in 2016 and, and into now. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question from at N. Yipot. Should the Thunder give Doug McDermott's minutes to Josh Hustis instead? Only if McDermott falls flat on his face. Yeah. And that's a possibility. Look, Kyle Singler, I mean, has proven that's entirely possible here. <laughs> true. <laughs> so. Very true. There, there have been, there's a precedent for uh, falling flat on your face as a, uh, a white American wing in Oklahoma City. <laughs> But honestly, I think it would take something like that. I mean, McDermott was acquired um, because of his ability to help space the floor, you know, excited to to have him and Abrinas as sort of young shooters coming up, you know, through this uh, coming up through the league and coming up through Oklahoma City. Um, And so, yeah, they'll they'll give McDermott, you know, it'll be his minutes to lose, Mm -hmm. basically. And so I feel for Houston. I really do. But, you know. I, I just I, I don't know, and I, I even wonder if he knows what his plan is with the organization. Right, I, I would guess that he has no idea. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's even muddier now than it was right. a few weeks ago. Uh, a lot of people ask about like Paul George, Thunder having space to sign Paul George next summer. I'm just going to go ahead and squash a bunch of those. They have, they have his bird rights, so they can go over the cap to sign Paul George next season so you don't need to worry about like them getting enough space after they sign Russ to re-sign him so uh if if Paul George says he's coming back he's coming back and they're going to bring back a very good team and they're going to try to put together another championship contender so no worries about Paul George not being able to come back because they don't have space so Uh, just just sort of a you know sort of a high level primer here yeah um NBA salary cap is a soft salary cap. Actually, it's more like a Swiss cheese salary cap. There's giant holes that are built in. Uh, Teams can exceed the salary cap. One of the ways you can do it is with what you call bird rights. Those are things that a player sort of accrues. um, And he, you know, they are, they stay with the player as long as he's traded, not when he changes teams as a free agent. And that's just sort of to what extent and how much can you exceed the salary cap to resign the guy? Yeah, Oklahoma City will be able to exceed the salary cap by any amount up to the max uh, in order to resign Paul George next season. A little bit of breaking news. This has been something that's been kind of percolating behind the scenes, but I don't, I don't think I've seen Woes or anybody tweet about it yet up until today that the Knicks and Rockets are working on a Carmelo Anthony deal. They say they have up to four-team deal trade scenarios, but there's no nothing is imminent. So tell me this. If the Rockets wind up with Carmelo and they have to give up Ryan Anderson and then maybe like another small piece, what do you think about that Rockets team? I mean, I think if you're the Rockets, if you can do it for that, you've got to do it. I mean, I think oh, you've yeah. got to try it. Yeah. Um, I don't look. Here's here's my honest thoughts on the Rockets. Call me a hater or whatever. <laughs> uh, I, they're going to win a bunch in the regular season. Um, they're going to get. Oh my gosh, look at this Rockets team. It's like the Phoenix Suns reinvented. Blah blah blah. And you know they're going to be a fun team to watch. Then you get in the playoffs, and in a key playoff game, James Harden is going to disappear. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is this is just what's going to happen. Chris Paul, I. You know, there's some circumstance why he hasn't made a conference final, but some of that is kind of on him. Remember, you know, fumbling away the ball so many times against the Thunder a couple of seasons ago. 
um, Carmelo Anthony, you know, they've, they've tried to build a team around him and, and I don't hold too much about that Knicks organization against him. Um, but he hasn't exactly been a reason, you know, for them to win up there. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if, if you're Houston, you got to try it. You're, you're pushing your quote unquote risk profile or whatever Daryl Morey called it. You got to try it, but I don't know. I mean, if they wind up second in the West, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not terribly, uh, it, it'll be fun games against the Rockets. Yeah. I, everyone talks about this, uh, Olympic mellow, like right coming to the NBA. Like it's 2017. It'll be two like this next season. It'll be 2018. It's not 2008 anymore. Yeah, I just don't. I don't really get the whole Olympic mellow whenever he changes teams kind of thing. Like Olympic I, mellow had LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, Chris Paul. You know, again, it's sort of like dropping Kevin Durant in the middle of Golden State. Obviously, he's going to look a lot better than he actually is. And mm-hmm. you can be a really good player, you know, regardless. But, yeah, I mean, that's the same thing. Like, OK, so drop him in with a 32 year old Chris Paul and, you know, a superstar James Harden. And I don't know. There's still there's still questions about defense with that team. And yeah. Um, and you know, sort of bench depth, and then you know, Mike D'Antoni is going to pick seven guys to play the entire season and never develop anyone on the bench beyond that. And mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just a lot of things that just, yeah, they'll be a fun team. Are they a serious playoff threat? I, I don't know. I'm not seeing it yet. Yeah, I don't think their defense is going to be good enough. Yeah, and that's the thing with the Thunder. If the Thunder can figure it out offensively. Like we know, their defense is going to be locked down. It will be a top three to five defense in the NBA, and if they can get up to within top ten in offense, uh, then you're talking about a serious contender for the Western Conference Finals. I don't, I don't know. I I don't see the same with the Rockets. Also, like those personalities with Chris Paul, right. Harden, and Carmelo. Like I just don't. Yeah. See, I just I don't know. Like that doesn't seem and Dan to Tony. Mesh all that well. D'Antoni and Carmelo didn't exactly get along well in New York. Yeah. So there was an interview like barely a year ago where he basically just destroyed Melo in the media. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting. I mean, from a, you know, from an NBA 2K standpoint, sure. I mean, again, if, if your if your goal is to take out Golden State, you know, you might as well go get a, you know, a, a really good NBA score to add to those guys. Why not? But I don't know. I, I just, I, I have my doubts on what it's actually going to accomplish in the postseason. Yeah. Same here. Uh, JK man. Oh, eight. He asked about the Jenkins piece with, um, with Paul George. He said, if winning is, if winning true, most other teams in the East West cap wise can't offer a combination and contender and money like OKC can. I think he's basically saying Oklahoma City at the end of the season next year is going to be very, should be very attracted to Paul George if that's where he wants, if he wants to win. Mm -hmm. Not many other teams are going to have cap space. In fact, cap space is going to be like pretty rare next season. We'll be back in an NBA where like five or six teams have cap space instead of like 26. (laughs) Um, Where it should have been in 2016. Right. Exactly. mm -hmm. Um, so what what do you think? What do you think? I think he's basically asking, what are the chances Paul George stays? Like, where, where is your percentage right now? Um, I mean, 
I, I don't think it's coincidence that these articles come out right before he's introduced to Oklahoma City. You know, where, oh, look, the, the Lakers' interest has always been overstated, and I'm concerned about winning. And, and there may be truth to that. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that he's lying through his teeth. Um, but obviously, you know, I think that there was – I think there was a reason to kind of get that message out there before he's introduced here in Oklahoma City. Um, look, I mean, to me, I, I'm not going to ignore all this Lakers talk. Sure. I'm just, I'm just yeah. not. Yeah. Um, and if you look at that Lakers team, obviously they're trying to position themselves – for next summer and there's a chance adding you know Lonzo Ball, Contavious Caldwell Pope, Brooke Lopez, the Lakers could be I, I don't know if they're going to be a playoff team, but I think they're going to be better. Yeah. You know, they're not going to be a, they shouldn't be a 26 win team next season. So where, you know, it could be the sort of thing where at the end of the season George goes, "Hey, I could go there and, you know, could have an equivalent team like I've got here in Oklahoma City. So, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be so quick to dismiss um, all the Lakers talk as but I don't know of anywhere else. We'll see what happens throughout the season, but I just don't see anywhere else that he would sort of realistically wind up at this point. Yeah. I mean the Lakers talk is real. Like he he would like to be a Laker. And I think the Thunder have a lot of work to do to convince him that this is sure. the right spot to spend the next chunk of his career. And a lot of it's going to be on Westbrook, too. Because I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how open the organization or Westbrook up until this point have been to, like, recruitment. You know what I right. mean? I feel yeah. like they've kind of let things happen as they will. Um, mm-hmm. And now they're in a spot where they need to recruit. And I think that yeah. they're adapting. And we'll see if Russ is adapting, too. We haven't heard a peep from him. Um, he danced a lot on Instagram. Uh, but other than that, we haven't heard much from Russell Westbrook. Um, yeah, Russ is not exactly one to rush out and get his, you know, here's my public take on everything. You know, he's uh, a lot of his stuff is all behind the scenes because that's just kind of who he is. But um, I, I don't know. I, I've talked about this. I've, po- I've tweeted about it. I've talked about it some. You know, I still feel like, you know, I don't know exactly what the message was from um uh, Paul George's agent, Aaron Mintz, to the Pacers, other yeah. than Paul George is going to leave. Like, here's here's his, he, is, he does not intend to re-sign with this organization. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know that he said the Lakers, and as part of that, that he's going to go to the Lakers. I know that was reported, but um, that could also have been just sort of a, you know, a, a shot at, you know, like Phoenix, don't trade for this guy. Yeah. You know, don't. Uh, hey, Knicks, don't trade for this guy, um, or else you know he'll pack up and leave. But you know, if he would have wound up in a, you know, if he'd wound up in Cleveland, absolutely, I'm sure he would have been open to staying there. If he would have wound up in Boston and they had success, I'm sure he would have been open to that. So, uh, yeah, Oklahoma City, the the odds are stacked against them. But no, I, I don't think they're out of it at all. Yeah, and it may have been like, hey, if you hold on to me and you let my contract expire, I'm going to the Lakers, like because mm-hmm. that that makes sense. Um, sure. But other than that, I don't know. Cause he acts like, I mean, Paul George says winning is the most important thing to him, which, mm-hmm. makes, which makes sense. I think that's like most of these guys are that way. I don't think, I kind of think so too. I don't think a lot of these NBA players are like, I need a good location. Like, I think Mello is like the only one that's like, I want to be in New York, <laughs> even though like, right. everyone here is freaking wacko. Like I want to mm-hmm. be here in New York. Uh, yeah. other than that, like, Dwayne Wade left Miami, and mostly because he's chasing money. I think these, maybe that's it. Maybe those are the yeah. two things they want: money 
and winning. And I think yeah, if, they I can mean, get, if they can get both, awesome. Usually money will trump the winning. Usually. Yeah. Not always. Uh, and, and I don't blame them. We'll if I the had teams. a... Yeah. If I had a limited shelf life on my career, uh, I, I would absolutely look to maximize my earnings and mm-hmm. you know worry about uh, you know championship rings at a later point. So yep. yeah, I mean it's it's possible. Maybe George does want to play for the Lakers. That could still happen in three years. Yeah. Oh, of course. You know. Yep. Two years from now or three years from now. So um, I don't know. I we'll see how the season unfolds. It's way too early at this point because. I don't know. What if there's another team that comes up out of nowhere, like Golden State did a couple of years ago? That mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, I didn't see this. I didn't see Minnesota coming, and then suddenly people want to flock to Minnesota. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily, Minnesota is using all their cap space right now. So yeah, or Denver. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, let's do one more uh, okay. from at Johnny Ho thirty four. Do the Thunder still try to use their trade exception? before the season or at the deadline uh why don't you clarify like the rules on the exception yeah so the trade exception expires what is that early november yeah um, the trade occurred right right so that was i mean that was early in the, that was early november let me go double check this real quick it was right before the first golden state game that's right yeah because the the thunder were on that road trip so uh november 1st as a matter of fact so yeah. Um, that is when the remainder of that exception will expire. Um, my hunch at this point is that it, it will go unutilized. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's really, they could go get another rotation type guy, but then where are the minutes going to come from? You know, like it would have to be like a multiplayer. Well, and you can't even include right. multiplayer. It can't even be a multiplayer deal. It'd have to be like separate transactions, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be it would be kind of a weird deal. So um, in other words, they don't need to patch up the backup point guard spot anymore. Um, They really don't need another backup wing. They you know, maybe you could say they need to get another four. But then again, where's the playing time going to come from? Mm -hmm. Um, I imagine they'll probably just just keep looking just to make sure there's not something that's dropped it obvious that comes their way but if it goes unutilized if the rest of it goes unutilized i I won't be surprised that's the way most trade exceptions go a lot you know the vast majority of them expire yeah unless it was like a team that was trying to offload like a rookie scale contract uh, Mm -hmm. that's where i could maybe see it where it's like a cheap deal and it's a guy that could develop on the end of the Thunder bench and the Thunder, you know, give up like that Chicago second rounder and you're able to bring back a guy that was like a former lottery pick or something like that. Maybe if like the Nuggets just like had to get rid of Emmanuel Moutier and like the Thunder could squeeze him into that exception and give him a second round pick and let Emmanuel Moutier develop at the end of the bench or maybe even send him to the blue and like figure out mm-hmm. what he can do or like Mario Hazonia if they were just like, we just would like to give him to you, Oklahoma City, because we don't want him <laughs> right. here anymore. Uh, right. Something like that might make sense, but I'm with you. They're probably not going to use it unless it's something great that comes along because they they are going to have to watch their tax bill. And they're going to be sure. willing to pay the tax, uh, but they're still going to have to watch it. They're not going to be frivolous with their spending. Right. Yeah, within reason. Um so and that's where you know we'll see they have until uh, i think august 31st to decide if they want to waive kyle singler and stretch his contract out and save some tax money and mm-hmm. you know they could they potentially you know offload maybe josh Hustis on somebody if they wanted to do that yep. um but yeah i'm kind of with you if there's if there's an obvious like yeah this is an asset we can collect with this um 
yeah, then I think they'll look at it. But I just don't see them adding another guy that's going to that they're going to have to figure out how can we get this guy minutes. Yeah, no, I th- I think that they're pretty much done, except for the re-signing or the uh, extension of Russell Westbrook. I think that this team is pretty well set, and this this is a really good team. Uh, yeah. They're going to be really fun, great defensively. I think they have a lot of offensive potential. Um, John, thanks for coming on the show today. We can follow you on Twitter at John M. Ham. Listen to you locally on the franchise. Anything else going on, Ham? Uh, nothing much at the moment. So I've uh, uh, been writing up a little something for Daily Thunder. If I get it finished, uh, well, you know, we'll probably get that up this week. But uh, other than that, just trying to talk through all this stuff. Very good. Uh, thanks for listening. Leave us a five-star iTunes review. If you have a chance, there's something really nice you can do for us. We try to give you as much content as we can. We'll be back on Friday uh, to talk more Paul George. we got a couple of us going to the uh, event tonight, so we will talk at length about Paul George on Friday and answer your questions. And until then, have a great day.